The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are here for a Bring Your Soul to Work. We're going to talk about God today. We're going to talk about the divine. We're going to talk about the unexpected versions of how God shows up in your career. Or perhaps not. Perhaps you're not seeing that. Perhaps your career, perhaps even your life is feeling a little godless with all the stuff going on in the world right now. There's so much reminder of what's not feeling good and right and perhaps godlike. I'm going to challenge our definition of what God showing up looks like. I'm going to challenge our ideas of who we must be for our creator. And I am going to talk about this with my lovely team member and kick-ass coach, Portia Ingram. So Portia, welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work here. Nice to have you. Thank you, Mo. Nice to be here. Yeah. Good to good to share the microphone with you on this very interesting and fun topic. Uh, Portia and I tag team in our kick-ass workshop where we coach professional women to up-level, to solve work and job traumas, to get back on their feet in a productive and meaningful way, perhaps after a job loss. Uh, there having been many more of those as of late than usual. Although, uh, Portia, as as we see in our workshop, um, people lose their jobs all the time for a variety of reasons. And sometimes it's due to the fact that they start isolating, shrinking, shriveling, and playing smaller than what they really got going on because they feel it's their only way to protect themselves. And... We see this pretty frequently, no matter what the career problem is that we're solving for our ladies in our 12-week workshop. Uh, Portia, you want to just tell us a little bit about you? Sure. Um, I, uh, of course, am a wonderful kick-ass coach with Coach That's Mo right. I'm also <laughs> a graduate of the program as well, mm -hmm. so I have been through my own career journey and hit mm -hmm. um, a wall. Uh, redirected to Mo, and um, have been on a path trajectory ever since of going up and up. So mm -hmm. it is my honor and my and my pleasure to be on this topic and, and be on this call today. Mm -hmm. I know you were raised uh, very Christian, traditional, religious, correct? Correct. Yes. And um, I was raised very Catholic. I think our trajectory as adults might be different. Um, 
I would consider myself a recovering Catholic, like a lot of people my age. Uh, sometimes the the structure of what we might call religion or church or uh, certain belief systems sort of feels a little bit too tight. And um, that's how I found myself as I began growing up. Um, even though my parents were very practicing Catholics, um, my mother still is uh, extremely uh, devout Catholic, which is fine and great for her. Um, we're going to dive into this topic, uh, Portia, and everyone here who's listening. And if if God doesn't resonate with you, if that word uh, has some triggers for you, um, we're going to probably switch around between divine, um, sometimes we would say source, or perhaps even universe as uh, an overarching idea that there is a higher power, a higher energy that is co-orchestrating, uh, co-creating our experience as a human being. And in our way of coaching and bringing our women through in our 12-week transformational workshop, the Kick-Ass Career Workshop, we help our ladies find the divine within. And that's the whole tagline of the show, Bring Your Soul to Work. It's an inherent part of who we are as people. So Portia, in in just kind of talking through your own personal philosophy of, of how that divine uh, sense is for you, can you just share a little bit about perhaps maybe even what you went through in the workshop to kind of find that at a deeper sure. level and just kind of share Absolutely. there? Absolutely. Um, well, I have always been a, a true believer of just a spirit leading me and guiding me um, in my life. And mm-hmm. um, so when I originally joined Mo's workshop, I don't think I was aware, Mo, that you even were on the Unity Show. I think I mm-hmm. found you on Facebook. And so I was really mm-hmm. looking for more direction on my career. Um, mm-hmm. So to my wonderful surprise, and <laughs> as I got into the workshop, I realized there's a spiritual component to this, and I'm loving it. And mm-hmm. it really fed and grew my awareness um, into another uh, level um, where I really and truly felt guided even more uh, as I went through and grew through the program. And mm-hmm. I know for a fact that without that piece, I would not have gotten the same results that I received at the end of the 12 weeks of the program. So it mm-hmm. is what I call the secret sauce. Mm, um, right. You you definitely need to be in touch with that divine guidance. And for me, that tool that was introduced um, to me in Mo's workshop was meditation. And mm-hmm. meditation was a wonderful way to um, just tap more deeply into that divine guidance. Yes. You know, um, Portia, did you grow up uh, praying, learning how to pray as a young girl? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Me too. Me too. Um, And it it was always like prayers were built around um, wanting something, either relief Mm -hmm. from something that was not what I wanted or literally praying for something. And I'm sure when I was a kid, I'm sure I prayed for like a bike and stuff like that. Like, you know, actual tangible things. Um, Was it the same for you? It was. 
you know, praying for for things or praying. Um, I think, as, especially growing up as a as a little girl, um, as I came into more of adulthood, got married, had my own children, then mm. prayer started taking on a different different tone. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just about me. It wasn't about what I wanted, but mm-hmm. more. Um, it it was a little more deeper, deeper prayer yeah. and, and learning how to to um, be be with yeah. with God and and be one with the divine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what I find so uh, helpful, comforting, and energizing about meditation is that to me it's the practice of letting it in letting in divine yeah. letting god in and and growing that energy within that is that is my god spirit and 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 pr- prayer is kind of like the outbox and to me meditation is mm-hmm. like the inbox correct i would agree and if we're yeah so if we're always just like sending it out um we're not mm-hmm. filling it back in correct so what happens to a lot of the women that we work with, and I, I think this happened a bit for you in your career, it happened for me in my career. Um, my spirituality didn't really offer enough to help me understand me, the world, my challenges, and I felt let down by it. Mm. And I felt that there had to be something wrong with either me or what I was doing that it wasn't really working. And what I, what I came to find out through my own personal reflection and personal journey, which was deep and long, to be honest. I mean, I've been pretty much at this since I was a little girl. I always felt like I was on a, I was always on a search. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I left my true spiritual sense and essence basically at home when I went to work. It's like, okay, put mm. the suit on and the pumps on and go to work. I couldn't integrate the two for the first, I don't know, 10, 15 years of my career. It felt like I was living two lives, this spiritual searcher, deep woman who was like on a mission to to be the most loving presence I could be and the boss she was two people okay and as you probably know some of my story anyway during my breast cancer journey which is now almost 12 years ago I can't believe that um that's when I was able to begin integrating the two because I cracked open on such a deeper level than I had ever had the opportunity and we see this with most of the women who join our workshop, don't we? There's, there's some type of crisis that causes them to crack open. Um, I think when you joined the workshop, you were either on the verge of losing your job or you had lost your job. Yeah, I was in a place that was, um, I knew that the job was eventually going to be moved overseas. I just didn't Uh know when and the timing. Uh Um, mm-hmm. So I knew my time was limited, and I needed yes. help. So it's kind of like a sinking ship. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, yeah. Um, need to jump off 
save me. Right. Um, right. And during that time, I knew I needed something that was out of the box normal, quote unquote, um, mm-hmm. something that was different, that was unique, and mm-hmm. um, that could help me get yeah. out of where I was. Right. So when 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 my career was really going quite well, and it it was a, a pretty successful career almost the whole way through, even though I was struggling inside or trying to find answers that took a while to get, I wondered why God wasn't showing up more for me. And I know some of our ladies feel the same way. Why do we have a toxic boss? Why are we passed over for promotion? What's going on? Why doesn't God want me to be successful? And and I found that in dealing with with God or my relationship with God as this external creature that I had this relationship with as if it was like a person outside of me, that wasn't serving me at all. But that was more or less the model that I was brought into as a young girl through the religion that I was raised in. And so that that whole idea puzzled me. Where is God and why can't God show up in my career? And, you know, most of my all of my upbringing, God was a he and a father figure. So it gets gets kind of Freudian complex, doesn't it? <laughs> Um, so why isn't he showing up and why can't I be blessed with getting a promotion? Why can't I be blessed with having this be, let's just say easier. And so the, the doubt of my God was pretty prevalent in living my life as a, as a human being, as a career woman, as a professional, um, I had a good life, but I just kind of felt like there was like this, this, this wall between God and me. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I went through my breast cancer journey and really figured out where my soul actually existed and where God really existed for me to access that energy. Did, have you had any similar situations personally? Um, yes, I have always known that God lived inside of me and mm-hmm. was my guide. Um, mm-hmm. However, there was a point in my life where it was very, like an awakening of weight. Um, there is a relationship or spiritual side of God that um, that was birthed, I'll put it that way. Uh, uh-huh. It was a time... Um, where I was really struggling and didn't understand really what was happening. But what was happening was um, my spiritual awakening was was about to be be birthed. And Mm -hmm. um, even though I didn't understand it in my mind, I understood it in my soul. Uh And I knew it was him. I knew it was God. I knew I I would notice. And uh, at that time, I I believe I could hear... um, hear voices, hear God's voice um, mm-hmm. talking to me. That was in the very beginning, and I thought, this is neat. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and as I evolved and really uh, started to really, undiscover, really discover what all of this was meaning in my life and the time of, of, of that, 
um, that's when I really tapped into uh, the God within me, right, mm-hmm. and how I can be a light to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when I reached that point in my career where I was depleted, it was because I realized now that I was trying to do it on my own, and yes. I was leaving God out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was truly depleted. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, um, again, both of us sort of coming from more traditional Christian backgrounds, um, when we invoke this uh higher power, the source, this divinity, having it move through me, having it be with me, be in me, be all about me, having it be the, the invisible unseen presence in my life has been so much more uh, satisfying and it's made life easier mm-hmm. than, than trying to find it out there or out here or or almost having like this blame opportunity since it's out there invoking it and bring it to life from within uh to me is really what the soul work is that we that we start all of our ladies in we regardless of their religious affiliation or background um because energetically scientifically we we know um that we are all in an energetic universe and when we tap into the higher vibrations of that energy, it's the energy vibration of love. And some of the work yeah. that's done by some of the scientists and some of the other personal development uh, people that we've, I'm sure, both followed, um, Joe Dispenza being one of them, he's done some marvelous work in helping people get into deeper states of meditation and watching their electroencephalograms, their blood work, their uh, positive versus negative hormones shift and change. He's literally seen people change and alter disease progression. We find Mm -hmm. that this energy and energetic universe, which for thousands of years human beings have been explaining as this out there entity, literally can come through us and be a part of everyday miracle making. And in order to invite that in and to, and to bring it up, we have to start, I'm just going to say it this way, settling the score with some of our scar tissue. Mm-hmm. Because when we bring God through us, the ungodliness parts of us, so to speak, begin to be illuminated. And the mirror gets a little bit less foggy. And this is some of the, I'd say this is the work that we do in our workshop, isn't it? Yes, yes. I mean, we have a great certified resume and LinkedIn coach who's freaking awesome. Um, but if we don't get our ladies through feeling great inside and being able to look yeah. at their beauty, which is by wiping and smudging off all of the things that aren't so beautiful that have happened or that have tainted their their picture of themselves, if we don't get all that taken care of, there's no great resume mm-hmm. that's going to go out there, is there? Um, yeah. Let's let's talk about what those um, 
I'll just say kind of negative uh, forces are that we tend to house within us. Uh, give us a little bit of description of of just kind of how that all happens and, you know, just talk through that a little bit. Yes, absolutely. Um, I was speaking to one of our newer ladies that joined yesterday, our mm-hmm. coaching and, and walking her through some questions and they were questions on how her future may look or, you know, envisioning something better. Mm-hmm. And uh, she came to us with a lot of baggage. So over the years, mm-hmm. uh, you just truck along and think that, okay, everything is working fine. And then all of a sudden you hit this wall and it starts spiraling down and things start piling on and your feelings get hurt and people start mm-hmm. Um, judging you for things, and then you take things personally, and all yeah. of this baggage starts piling on top. Mm-hmm. And so, when I was asking her the question, she could, she's like, you know, I just can't even see what's possible right now. Right. That's where she were. That's where she was. She yeah. was that low where she couldn't mm-hmm. see the possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So within the twelve week workshop, you know, fast forward to a lady that's about to graduate right, from our mm-hmm. 12 weeks, and she started in a similar place, um, but talking to her um, in her 11-week call, uh, mm-hmm. she was gl- just glowing and gleaming, and she was just on cloud nine, and mm-hmm. it was an awakening of, I have so much more joy, I can see things clearly, I know where I'm headed, I've released all, she actually had a physical, um, something wrong with her body that she thought was way worse than it was. Hmm. And she came out of that with, you know what, all it was was this and it fixed it and I'm great and I'm, you know, and Hmm. she started at such a low place. Yeah. um, And by the the 11 week call, she was really just floating on cloud nine and in a wonderful space of, I can definitely see clear where I'm going and where I'm heading and my next steps. Yeah. Um, so we definitely do take uh, the ladies through through a process, a journey, mm-hmm. and some may not be ready for it, uh, meaning they don't know exactly what's all going to come up, bubble up, right. Um, right. <laughs> they grow through the program. Yeah. Uh, but as we start to help them as coaches clear away that those blockages and those things that have been buried for years, mm-hmm. um, they start seeing the light at the end. Right. Yes. Tunnel. And all of these things that get collected over time are like um, uh, little trap doors on top of our divinity that blocks us, blocks us, Absolutely. blocks us, blocks us. Um, so all of that uh, layers, the layers of, of blocks toward our divinity get peeled off sometimes faster than others. And, and it doesn't need to be a hundred percent peeled off in order for our ladies to land uh, a beautiful, better job for them to feel awesome for their lives to change in, in just amazing ways. Some just kind of coincidentally lose weight. Uh, We've had some women who have stopped smoking, uh, We've had mm-hmm. some women get off their their medications, Medicine. kind of regardless mm-hmm. of yes. of which ones. We're not advocating that. Oh, come to our workshop and you'll be able to get off your medications. But it just so happens that when we release the blocks to our divinity, and our divinity is flowing more freely, 
that our body works better, our mind works better, our ability to access and tap into our strength and our talents becomes more obvious and freer and more open for us. Um, One of the things I want to mention before we go to break here is that all of this is set up divinely because everything that is showing up in our life is literally God orchestrating something for our growth. And our logical brain kind of can't wrap our head around that. It's basically impossible to imagine that not getting a promotion that we know we deserve, we worked for, we're the most talented one for it, that that's in our best interest to not get that. I mean, that just seems no way in the world would that be orchestrated by our God. That must be the devil. That must be evil. That must be something bad. And then we fight against it and we create more blockage. Um, All of this, the way that divine shows up for us can't be figured out. It has to be moved through. And we're going to talk about in the second half how these appearing obstacles are literally the thing that makes us stronger, that builds our our wing capacity so we can fly. And it doesn't seem like it to our brain. Our logical brain cannot outwit what God and the divine workshop has going on. So we're going to tap into some of that in the second half of the show. If you like what Portia and I are saying and you're thinking, boy, my career really could do a (laughs) go for a booster shot, um, please do get in touch with us. There's two ways to do that. One is you can attend the free webinar that I run pretty much every day, and that is at mofall.com. M-O-F-A-U-L dot com slash masterclass. And I'm going to walk through for you the exact five steps that we take our clients through. And if you're ready to jump on a complimentary career clarity call, we can book that for you at mofall.com slash give me clarity. We've actually had some really beautiful women come through uh, listening to this radio show um, who've joined our workshop, changed their lives forever. And um, they're actually kind of model citizens for us, Portia. You may not know exactly who they are, um, but they're wonderful. And uh, we're excited to talk more about where you can find God in your career right after this. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are back to bring your soul not only to work, but everywhere you go. It's kind of the crazy thing about this soul thing. It comes with us. It's portable and it's weightless, kind of like the best luggage ever. Uh, The soul of you is the permanent you. Everything else about you pretty much changes. Your soul is that lit up, unique person residing 
in an energetic identity. And its objective in life is to be lit up as bright as possible. That's what it's looking for. It's looking for the biggest, brightest light. Sometimes we get those big, bright lights from other people, experiences, uh, celebrations, happy events, but those are very temporary. It doesn't really light up the soul. It just gives it a little spark or a little flare every now and then. But the real deep lighting of our inner, beautiful, soulful being is by spending time in our internal divine relationship and building and bringing that essence of us up and up and up and swimming in the energy of love and appreciation and joy. Now that's a pretty tall order for most human beings on this planet because we are riddled with just the opposite day in and day out. And Portia, uh, my beautiful fellow coach and I have been speaking about the challenges that we human beings have in defining our God and living in that state of being connected to our God and our divinity. And living in a sense of our godliness is the truest way for us to have whatever success we desire. And I truly know for sure, based not only on my own personal experience, but having coached literally hundreds and hundreds of women over the years, maybe by the end of this year I could say thousands, <laughs> we bring them back into the presence of their divine self and build that up so they can then infuse their smart education, experience, and expertise with their soulful power. And what that looks like is a deep level of confidence. Because, you know, when we search for confidence, we kind of think it's out there also, and it is not out there. It is to be nurtured from within because our best, most permanent self-confidence is when we nurture our soul and bring it to a sense of livelihood and thriving and vitality. And then we can have a bigger job and it doesn't scare us. And then we can feel that we are worth making more money. And then we can manage a bigger team and, and take on bigger projects. And it doesn't scare us because we do have the talent. But when our soul is shriveled down and decrepit, the career doesn't work. Matter of fact, life doesn't usually go very well either. Because when you're a shrunken version of the most beautiful part of you, things in your life and career match that energy. That's the truest truth that you can come to. And in total kick-ass coach mo style i will say this to you in a very loving way if your career is not working out for you it's because your soul is not thriving 
your soul is not alive to the level that it wants to be. Because your soul desires to not only shine, but to be seen, recognized, appreciated. Your soul wants to feel that exchange of contributing something of worth. Every time I talk to a woman on one of our complimentary clarity calls, where we break down your career and what's going on, what's working, what's not working, and then where do you want to go? And we try to understand best as to what that gap is between where are you right now and where do you want to go? And if if we can fill that gap with the work that we do, with the expertise we have, with the techniques and the proven formula that we have, if we can fill that gap, we get really super excited about helping you change your life forever. When we talk to our ladies on these clarity calls, most women say to me, I want to do good in the world. And that holds true if you're a computer professional, an accountant, marketing, healthcare, sales, teacher, nurse, you name it. We've seen hundreds and hundreds of different careers. Everyone wants to do good in the world. And some of the women we talk to are willing to sacrifice what they're really good at that doesn't feel right and good right now to just do good in the world. They're willing to sacrifice. And usually that means taking a, a lower paying job just so they can feel better about themselves. Now, if you're willing to make 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 or sometimes even 80,000 or more less just to help people, your soul's in a desperate place because you can get that same feeling playing at a higher level in your career and not have to sacrifice your livelihood, your family's livelihood, your future. If you're built of the stuff of God, why in the world are you not capable of something bigger and better? Portia, when we left the first half of this show, we were really basically talking about the challenges in life and feeling sometimes that God's missing when we have those challenges in life. Um, I know it to be true from my own personal experience and then coaching uh, all the hundreds of lovely women we've had the opportunity to help move forward in our workshop. I've been just inspired by knowing that it's true that all of the obstacles we have in our way, in our life, that, that unfold in our experience makes us better. Absolutely. Can you, Coach Portia, elaborate on that? Because that is a confounding topic, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. It is hard to understand in our brain, mind, um, that everything works out for your good, that it's all working together um, to elevate you and build that muscle. Um, so even though it may not feel good physically, it is for your good in the end. And I can definitely speak from a personal standpoint on that. Um, and just always remember when all the challenges that I've been through 
throughout my whole life, throughout my career, it always came back to making you better and mm-hmm. a, a level higher. And so yes. it always worked out interwoven, the good and the bad, the ugly, and the good again. It always <laughs> circled back to the good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. For, ah, here is the key, right? It works out for your good. And a lot of people who are raised very Christian can't wrap their head around the fact that they get something or that it is serving them. That's like, oh, no, not for me. No, no, I'm supposed to be giving. No, no, not, not, no, I don't, I don't want for me. I want because it makes the world. So we like keep deflecting our brilliance and we keep deflecting Mm. our worthiness, which makes this so complicated. Because everything does work out for, for our highest good. Everything does work out for me. And as you know, that's one of my slogans and taglines, and we have yeah. postcards for our ladies and that sort of thing. It is, it is the truest truth, and it is the thing that allows us to step into our difficulties. Our challenges are for our growth. And when we step into that with the faith that that's true, we're able to beckon our divine co-conspirator of a greater life because now we have to call forth the energy that's going to help us. If we kind of just keep doing things on our own and working hard and going to the computer and writing reports and emails and and just click, 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 click in the three-dimensional world, we're missing the beckoning of the divine. And in so many beautiful ways, the way that this universe was put together by our God is this. You get obstacles because you get to grow. You get to grow because I want to see you shine. You get to shine because I want to see how that's going to impact the rest of the world. And it's all of this beautiful cascading of unfolding of our awesomeness. And we have to believe almost to the degree that we just know it. Like we have to know it. And that's what true faith is. It's not believing the three-dimensional world. It's believing in the next dimension of where God hangs out to help orchestrate things for us. Now, this is a crazy thing for us as human beings to truly tap in. How did you turn your traditional faith into something a little bit deeper? Well, I think when I was going through the period in my career where I hit a wall, there was a, my soul was telling me, this is working out for something better and greater. I just mm-hmm. couldn't see it. I knew that, but I couldn't see it. And I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. Um, it didn't seem as if prayers were being answered. Um, mm-hmm. But in a, in, a, in a deep knowing, um, someone even asked, okay, well, why don't you just quit, quit your job? if it's that painful for you. And I mm-hmm. said, no, 
it's something that I feel I need to stay in it because there's a there's a lesson or something mm-hmm. is on the other side, and I just didn't know how to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I was led to your your program. I believe that was my ask, mm-hmm. and that's where I was led. And in that first uh, meditation um, that I did, I could feel just my voices in my head quieting down and the divinity inside of me rising up and that energy filling me up in an empty space that was so empty, I didn't realize how empty (laughs) it was. Mm. And from that moment on, I knew that's what I I was missing. That's what I needed. I needed that Mm -hmm. internal fuel Mm -hmm. to keep going and to head into the right direction for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The internal fuel. What does it feel like when that comes in to help? Mm. It is an energy source that is like no other. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is a, I remember specifically a coaching, one-on-one coaching um, that I had with my coach at that time. We had a session and I I was feeding off of her energy and we got to a level of energy that was so high. I was so, it was this pure joy and Mm -hmm. pure love. And I remember asking her, what is this? (laughs) I've never Mm -hmm. been here before. This feels great. Um, Uh And it is just a sense of peace, joy, and love Mm -hmm. like no other. It is, a beautiful place to be and space mm-hmm. to stay, uh, you know, for, for your being. It just, it's a, it's a truly energizing feeling and space and um, almost indescribable in words. Yeah. There has to be a container for us to be able to, receive that and sometimes I've experienced personally and then multiple times literally hundreds of them with our clients that the ability to feel worthy to receive that is sometimes the biggest obstacle to move through a worthiness to feel that great, to know it's possible for you, to know that God's love can travel through you and be within you and alter your sense of self to the level that you feel that divine presence now, in the spirit now, and that you can be portable with that. It does take a sense of I'm worthy, doesn't it? It does. It takes a sense of allowing. Mm-hmm. Almost a surrendering of self. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. A surrendering. And that is the ultimate place of opening oneself for miracles, blessings, 
bountifulness, abundance, prosperity. As human beings living All on this planet, that. right, <laughs> as human beings living on this planet Earth, we tend to just want to hustle harder. And we tend to want to just be, where's mine? How come they get something? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And that's not divine grace hanging out. It's what the fear brain does to us. And, you know, I used, I used, I learned the binary uh, relationship of divine when I was a little girl. There's the God, there's God, and then there's the devil. And I don't, I don't love that description of it all because what I know to be true now is that when we invite in and pay attention to negative experiences to the level that we interpret the world that way, we are living by free will in that space. There's no devil who's grabbed us and taken us hostage. We are always in our free will and thereby always able to choose invoking divine or focusing on something that doesn't feel good. Unfortunately, when we keep getting whacked in the head at work or at home, and I don't mean literally, but sometimes it is literally, um, we're pretty convinced that this divine thingamajiggy doesn't quite work, or maybe it just doesn't work for us. We feel left out separated and because our fear brain isn't really in our highest interest it convinces us that life's not going to hand us something better or greater just like you described with that uh, new client who you spoke to that's Mm -hmm. what typically a very injured human being will think about themselves One of the things that we see all the time in our 12 weeks, Portia, as we coach our ladies, is that they are getting stronger through moving through their challenges. They are enhancing their personal strength and at the same time enhancing their worth. Um, you were so gracious enough to, to lend your voice to um, an interview I did with you and several other of our black women clients on uh, this very challenging time for us as a nation and as a world in race relations and that sort of thing. And all of the women who participated in that interview spoke of external challenges brought on by a pretty systemic racist world, at least here in the U.S. And we were able to witness each other's sense of experiences, but also witness a great amount of rising above it by rising through it. One of the clients in particular um, was really committed to the fact that she was fired because she was a black woman. And she was not living in her state of grace And was really protecting herself. And she was told she was going to have to protect herself in order to survive in the world. And she had a series of of being fired. And this is a very smart, uh, ambitious, eager, wants-to-be-helpful-in-the-world woman. 
And she had to come into her truth about being worthy of being successful, being worthy of having the job that she wanted, being worthy of being treated well, being worthy. And sometimes you have to turn away from those who are not treating us that way. As we think about invoking God and our divine grace, is there a particular client that comes to mind that um, that you've seen this? Yes, actually. Um, and my call last night um, actually started Tuesday. Uh, one of my clients was sending in an email to our desk, our shared mailbox. Mm-hmm. And she said that she was going through some of the the modules, and it, it's a particular modules that have a lot of mindset um, tools and things and meditations, and it was bringing a lot up for her, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. She was uh, journaling and sending us emails of what was coming up. So she came on my call, our group mm-hmm. call last night, and said that she received a message of, of, you know, an awakening of, oh, what is it that, uh, how is, how am I contributing to, to my situation? <laughs> so her situation was, she felt as if she started to see a pattern. That was the first mm-hmm. awareness. She said, I saw a pattern that I'm going through now. I remember mm-hmm. a pattern of the same thing happening in my past, and I've never put mm-hmm. them together before until now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as she talked through that, she said, and then um, for her, she said the serenity prayer came to mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she said, I was getting these messages of, well, am I creating this? Is this, mm-hmm. am I responsible for creating this cycle that I'm in, this pattern that I'm seeing? And she was just in the space of that of yeah. becoming aware yes. and receiving those messages and downloads yes. um, in a way that she hadn't received them before. Oh, that's great. It's, it's life-changing when the pieces start to click into place. And as you know, Portia, as we coach our clients, it's, it's a difficult thing to, to travel on. There's no blame about what you're bringing into your life. But there is a necessity to have an awareness so that we can begin to make different choices, so that we can begin to choose our divine light and make choices from there versus from the shrunken, depleted soul that may be. And without bringing that light back to life a little bit at a time, which is what our ladies do in our workshop, without bringing that light back to life, we can't ever have that awakening or awareness because we don't have enough light to see it. And if you enter into an unknown room with no light, you're not going to see the contents of the room. And when you enter that room and flick the switch on, you're going to see the contents. And perhaps there's a little cleanup needed in that room. Perhaps it hasn't been visited in a while and it needs its dusting and it needs its vacuuming and it needs its straightening. And that's literally what's going on in our soul every single minute. A higher awareness means we've just flicked a light on to do a little bit of cleaning for our soul so that it can be closer 
to the most divine expression of who we are. Portia, thank you very much for joining me today. This was a lot of fun to talk to you about this and to dive into this very, very important um, topic. I really, really appreciated connecting with you at this at this deep level and sharing our stories uh, with those who have been listening today. Folks, if you're listening, I am here with Coach Portia. She's one of my coaches on my kick-ass team. And together, along with several other coaches, we move women through their soul's journey and help them get a better career and job strategy going. Uh, We love what we do. We're darn good at it. And I can say that for Portia as well. Uh, We we know what we're doing and, and we take care of our clients in our workshop. If you'd like to know more about how you can lift your soul, bring your soul back up, and then bring that gorgeous, wonderful soul of yours to work, check out my free masterclass at mofall.com slash masterclass, or you can go ahead and book your complimentary career clarity call at mofall.com slash give me clarity. Portia, it was a lot of fun to talk to you today. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. And um, we'll see you on our, on our remote campus. Absolutely. Thank you, Mo. You got it. This is Coach Mo Fall. You can find out everything about what I got going on at mofall.com. See you next time. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.